0: Hey, it's episode 61 of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. It's the Jock and Nerd Weekly. In this episode, listener, I'm going to tell you the story of how I met Taylor Gray, voice of Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels. They got a little interview. We're going to talk about this week's Supergirl, The Walking Dead, Jessica Jones a little bit, and we're going to break down the brand new Captain America Civil War. Trailer, All that live on Blab with Rugboy. Wowie, zowie! Also, you'll notice my audio is a little rough in the beginning. It's because I had to use the Blab audio because I may have forgotten to press record on the recorder until about five minutes in. I'm an idiot! But check out this cool intro.
1: Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast.
0: It's the Jock and Nerd Podcast with your hosts... Anthony, and Imran. Jock and Nerd! Hi all listeners. It's another edition of Jock and Nerd Weekly. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd.
0: And this one's the rug boy. What's up, rugs? How's it going? How's it going, dudes? How was your, it's post-Turkey Day here in the States. Uh, is everyone, I'm still full. How about you guys? I ate pigeon. Oh, yeah. I, you know what? I know. I, I knew that felty Americans have different traditions on Thanksgiving. The
3: flying rat, we call it. Yes. I wasn't even it's sure he celebrated
0: on the same day. I thought it was like a day later, like Orthodox Christmas.
2: His <laughs> stomach isn't as big as ours, so he probably can't handle chicken or turkey as well. As yeah. It's, got, yeah some it's too quail. much waste. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, this is the Jock and Nerd Weekly. We're live on Blab. Thanks for joining us, everyone. If you just do us a little flavor, kick that, Ooh, click that little t- hell a little bird flavor uh, turkey flavor bird flavor tweet this out it's gonna make a little jiffy jiff and it's a lot of fun um and we are gonna have a great show so uh let's see if we get this thing going um so you know we almost didn't uh do this show this week why is that well there weren't a lot of new episodes of our uh,
3: usual roundup was there fellas there's uh, nothing on
2: nothing yeah. absolutely three nothing
3: three shows that we always review were not on this week so flash yeah arrow and agents of shield were not on this week but you know what stuff happened we got lots
0: of cool stuff to talk about uh stuff being a new civil war trailer stuff being uh, an amazing walking dead resolution that everybody's talking about and stuff being that, I got to meet uh, uh, Taylor Gray, voice of Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels, and I got a little interview with him. But before we get to all of that, that's what that intro
2: was all about, huh?
0: That was that special intro. Uh-huh. Oh, you mean this?
1: Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast,
3: dude. Star Wars Rebels, I love that show. Jock Nerd, right. right? that's a fun show. No, you're just you bragging.
2: That. You're just bragging. I know. Now By playing,
3: I'm gonna right
0: wear again. out that. I'm gonna wear out that MP3 file. Uh, but before we get to all of that we got to give a little shout out to a couple of shows we went on this week right yes, fellas? Yep. we had some fun over in the uh, podcast and webcam community
2: yes absolutely uh
0: so the first thing we did was uh shout out thanks to peter kendall from how do i jump hd1 1 jump jump
2: yep yeah
0: they do a great uh video, video gaming community. weekly podcast called the weekly jump if you're into video games at all definitely check these guys out there like video game journalists they know all about the video games they know what he yeah, dude, they nerd out as hard as we do over this
2: stuff, over video games. It's quite they, remarkable. They have a huge hard-on for video games as much as Yes, we have they
0: a have a geek, geek for video. And that's fine. Like, And they're passionate about it, and they got a lot of great information. But what he likes to do every year for Thanksgiving is invite everyone that he's ever had on the show on at once. Oh, shit. There was 13 motherfuckers on a Skype call with us for this Thanksgiving episode. Including us three. Counting us or no? no? Counting us counting all us. together. It was – I I just – listen, I'll put a link in the show notes, jockeneer.com slash uh, 61 is this episode, and you can check it out. I just wanted to know what happens when you have 13 people on a Skype call, and it's pretty much what I thought would happen.
3: Yeah, it was uh, – you know what? It was like uh, – Trying to have a conversation holding twenty phones.
0: Exactly, <laughs> that's a pretty good analogy. What You're makes like it, it even worse lines.
2: too is what makes it even worse too is the phone analogy is great because you you don't see every. We didn't have the video on, so you couldn't queue right. up when someone wanted to talk. You couldn't. There was no verbal. there's had no uh, visual language. No body language. Just talking over one another, and it, it was a cluster.
3: Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't uh, it was giving me stress. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this. I feel like I'm in a crowd, and I can't hear my own self think. It was, it was there.
0: Yeah, it was quite a unique experience. I'll tell you that much.
2: I left also because I just had nothing to contribute. I don't play video games, so
3: yeah, I play video games. Every time I tried to, I tried to make it into something I knew about. They they changed it back to Fallout, and I'm like, Fallout's okay, but you know, they're talking about Fallout like it's the best game ever. It's really not. Is it? No. No. It's boring. You walk, <laughs> you walk around. You walk around and, and pick up stuff, and there's a dog. It follows you around. I don't yeah, know. Like, there's not like yeah, – I don't know. I mean, there's, I mean, the graphics are cool and everything, but like you're literally walking around picking up shit, junk, and then you can't do shit with it. Or if you can do shit with it, you need to like buy a Bible that tells you what to do with it because okay. it's not like uh,
2: – but nukes, bro. Yeah, yeah Big yeah.
0: Jeffrey says there's nukes. I guess there's they nuke the city. Right, it's like well, a post yeah. uh uh you you can nuke things. I'm uh, uh, Br- looking
2: at this now. Okay. Rugs
0: did have uh you had some good questions. You actually knew and I if you listen, I don't say anything until they talk about uh like Jessica Jones and like uh stuff that I do about. And then I jump back in, I hung in there to the end. But oh, okay. uh, you know, go check it out. Link in the show notes, Peter Kendall HD One Jump. And then but- now we also hung out with uh, Angel from the Blab communities. Angel Hill, she was subscribed to the show. I wonder if she's in here. She was very cool. I Dude, liked her. She was awesome. She invited us on this game show, Monday Night Madness Game Show. And it was very uh adult oriented. We got to be dirty and have fun and it was I had a lot of fun, Rugs. What'd you what'd you
3: think? I liked it. I had a good time. Right? I wish I was uh, a little bit more prepared mentally for it, but yeah, I had a good time. That's what this is. You just kind of get thrown, thrown into the mix and figure out. But these guys
0: over there, check them out. I'll put a link to that Blab. They're trying to grow like a whole network of shows. Uh, they're like a, a programming execs from like early HBO. They're stringing these shows together, making a Blab oh, network. No yeah, it's really exciting. It's really fun. And uh, mm. she was really happy to have us there. And Ricky Prime was in there. And everyone like knows everybody else. It's all connected. It's lots of fun. I love this Blab community, which is why I would have missed this had we not decided not to do this show after all. I would have missed seeing Rugboy. Not so much Anthony, because I see his monkey face every day at work. So, <laughs> But Rugboy, I would have missed this hanging you, out every week. You, know you, you miss this mean?
2: shit because you're a loser, Imran.
0: Uh, yes, that's also <laughs> – it. it might be somewhat partially a little bit. I funny.
2: like how he just completely unflappable when you say I know, that. I can't. I can't. He didn't, uh, he,
0: he
3: didn't even – not even like his eyebrow <laughs> raised. Nothing. He just was like, I can't
0: right, flap. No one tried to – <laughs> Try flapping the jock. You can't do it, people. He is unflappable. Go stroke a barbell. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. <laughs> so that was the fun stuff we did. Uh, let's get into a little bit of Star Wars uh, meeting I had. What do you guys say? Okie dokie. Sure. All right. The Jock and Ned So as you heard in the intro, peoples, I got a little bit of time with uh, Taylor Gray, who is the voice actor uh, on Star Wars Rebels. He plays Ezra Bridger, which is like the lead character. And this show is on Disney XD. Uh, It takes place between like episode three and episode four, I believe, kind of in the middle. And it's a great show. It feels like Star Wars. Um, Taylor was like in town for like a star Wars day thing. And, uh, a buddy of mine who was handling, like, he was like his handler or he was like in charge of him for the day. He's like, dude, you want to talk to Taylor gray? I'll give you some time. And uh, it was awesome. I got to hang out. Listener, check out the very end of the show. I'm going to put it. I got like a 13-minute like on-the-spot interview, which I thought was pretty good considering like I had no preparation. I was like, all right, I'll talk to you for 13 minutes. Uh, really nice dude. Uh, you know, he's, he's young. He's like 22, but really down-to-earth, sincere, cool guy, uh, and there's a bunch of great talent on the show. Rugs, you watch Star Wars Rebels?
3: I do. I enjoy it, right? It, I enjoy it, it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. I think Freddie Prince Junior is a voice on there, mm-hmm. and uh, what's her name from Firefly? Yeah, yep. Uh, yep. Well, uh, Vanessa Marshall. Yeah. No, no right? No, 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 not not her. There, there is a Vanessa. Uh, that was she was just oh. on uh, Vanessa Marcel. She was a hot chick right, back in the day. If I if that's the same girl, dude. They but got... Like. Um, yeah, oh, yeah nice. they yeah, got right. James
0: Earl Jones. They got Billy D. Williams doing all the original voices. And it's all tied into, uh, you know, we talked to Greg Wiseman and he was executive producer in the first season of the show. And
3: he's just uh, Summer Glau. Is Summer Glau on the show? No, I think it's Gina Torres. I think she's from she's from Firefly. She was like the uh, the black woman who was, uh, you know, married to Wash. Greg Wiseman actually did
0: uh, a voice for uh, Stormtrooper in three episodes, I think, on the first Sir, season. Sir Michelle
2: Geller's done a voice on this.
0: Yeah, show. man. Great. Uh, Frank Oz is Yoda. Oh, Gina Torres. Yeah. Listen, it's just got. And wiseman has got a great uh, cast of voice talent that he can pull from and he like – everybody knows each other. And uh, check out the interview uh, at the end of the show. Now, you guys, if you're watching this replay or you're watching – you're live in the blab, you're actually going to have to listen to the actual podcast over at JockandNerd.com oh, wow. to hear this interview because I'm not going to sit here and play you a 13-minute interview while we just sit here with like, thumbs up the asses. You know, It doesn't really make any sense. So, no, not at all. We're going to force you to go check out the show, jockaneer.com slash 61. There'll be, uh, like, time codes and in, in the show notes. You could go to the end. Uh, real great interview, Taylor Gray, Ezra Bridger. That was awesome. It was kind of fun. And I got him to do that. That was a nice up. get, man. Yeah, that right? That was a nice get. Out of hey, nowhere. We're getting a guess, baby. I saw an opportunity, and I took the opportunity. What could I say?
3: It's just, yeah. it's how I you operate. Went, sure. All right. You get it Chi Town style. <laughs> We're doing <a> Chirac <laughs> style.
0: Oh, it's a little sensitive right now. There's actually protests. They're trying to shut down the Michigan Avenue shopping. They Black kind fire, of they shut down they the kind Apple of store. They did, yeah. It's uh, uh, Rugboy does technically always have a thumb up the ass. Big Jeff is right. <laughs> Good point, He's got. Jeffrey. It's
3: in my slack
0: hole. One big thumb <laughs> up the slack hole, and uh, that's going to be a great segue. Let's talk about whatever TV we got this week, Fallas. Dark
4: and Earth.
0: So we had a new Supergirl, but it was actually the Supergirl that was supposed to be aired the week before, after the episode we saw last week, which should have been aired this week. Uh, Is that all confusing to anyone? It is to me.
3: Yeah, and I don't even know why that they – it wasn't – it didn't really ring a bell like, oh, this reminds me of the French uh, terrorism. It, there was a, a little plot of the guys bombing
0: a building. But really, moving it a week later, is that even help? Like you might have just well played it last week. Yeah, like, it was dumb. Uh, it, it was a little uh, knee-jerk reactionary. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I just w- want to tell the listener, me and Imran were debating this whole week about if, if we were even going to talk about Supergirl. Anthony and I probably it. came to the conclusion <laughs> that we weren't going to talk about it. So I didn't watch it. <laughs> But apparently, Emron says I didn't really need to watch it anyways, and he was still kind of bleh on the show.
0: Same shit. It's the same shit every yeah. week again. There's another scene where there's awesome – there's, like, background music. It's time after time. It's in the opera cover. And it completely takes me out of this heartfelt conversation. I don't know what the fuck they're saying again. They do this every episode. Rugs, did you see this, uh, the
3: one called – Yes, I, I caught the, yeah, this went- week's musical, fuck over, right? and uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what and uh, I was not pleased again It was, uh, you know, they're still pulling from like uh, 80s stuff yeah. A lot of 80s music yeah. Which I like, I like that they're trying to introduce Like a younger generation To cool music and everything But it just doesn't fit the scene They never, the songs don't quite fit Like, I don't think people even li- Go read the lyrics Yeah you're and then right. maybe see if, if they fit the scene. I don't think they're actually paying attention to the words.
0: They're like They're using
3: a- like romance songs when <laughs> sisters are talking. It's just weird. Do
0: rights in the house. What's up, do right? Yeah, so, you know, uh there's like some stuff about Maxwell Lord, he set her up to test her, blah blah blah. There's James Olsen and Lucy Lane. They that's why they were together in the Live Wire episode. It's all backwards. Lord is trying to figure out who she is, but I don't know why people can't tell who she is because, like, all she does is pull her hair She back doesn't wear a mask. And put on <laughs> glasses. Like, none of this makes sense at all.
2: Um, that's the real I question is, down. Imran, do you think yeah. we'll keep reviewing the show? Well, what here's think, okay. Is this, this marked the end of it?
0: No. Well, look, look, look. The next episode will have Red Tornado on it. Now, so, oh, that's right. If it, if it gets kind of wacky, space sci-fi, I'm gonna give the Red Tornado episode maybe the last chance. We'll see what happens.
2: Okay.
3: What all right. You, fair what enough. Do you, what do
0: you think, Rugs? Is that a good idea?
3: I'm gonna watch it because I feel like. I have to support comic book shows no matter what they uh, yeah, are in yeah, a way. Yeah. So I watch them even if I hate watching them, I still watch them. But um, this show is it doing well in the ratings? Even?
2: No, it's been. Uh, so th- I read an article where the the Flash and Supergirl might crossover. Yes. But right now it's only ordered for thirteen episodes. So, it the ratings have been dipping every week. So the reason that why they're even entertaining this crossover is because they want to boost the ratings. But it's up to CBS to order 22 episodes and they haven't ordered. You know, this is very interesting.
0: And I was going to, we're going to talk about this in the news section, but that they're ordering, does them ordering the episodes depend on the crossover? Is it the other way around? No,
2: I think they'll, they will do the crossover if they order the episodes. Now, which
3: show does that really benefit? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like, this is the problem: is that there's no intrigue on Supergirl no, at all. No, there's it's no just, mystery. No. There's no like. Yes. There's no. There's nothing driving the plot of the show. It's just okay. We're getting to know Supergirl. Rugby, but there's you, no like yeah. central thing that's yeah. driving the plot. So like people are not tuning in and being like, "Oh, I got to find out what happens." Like no one, like you know, it's like the same shit every week. It's almost very procedural. Right, yeah. boy. You nailed it for me because I think that's what it is.
0: I couldn't put my finger on it. I was like, all the other shows, they get me hyped up. They got some, like, for some reason, this show just sits there. Like, it does nothing. It's just one damn thing after another.
3: And at the end, it's over, and I feel nothing. I feel nothing. All right, like, let's take the episodes that Tony has seen, okay? Yeah. Yeah. They, you start the first episode and shit, and they tell you that there's all these people who escape from Krypton, from the Phantom Zone, and they're running amok, and you know, she's gonna have to, you know, and there's no but no progress. Then then there's like the third episode, you see the main bad guy, they have a tussle, and then that's it. You never hear about them again. Mm-hmm. You know, like no, you're right. So it's like they don't know how to keep the intrigue going, they don't know how to build the tension on that show. It's a very I mean, I expect more, like arrow sucked me right in. Yeah and Berlanti did that show. Yeah, and Flash, you know, I didn't really like Flash at first. But you know, now that I've stuck with it, I'm like, I don't hate it. I kind of like, okay, this is what it is, and it works for what it is.
2: So yeah, you know. I mean, there's there isn't. I mean, I thought they were teasing the like his her relative being the overarching storyline, the villain, kind of everything. But then they blew that already in the third episodes with that first confrontation, and now it seems like there's nothing really. There is no overarching storyline right now. You're you're absolutely right. And in it's this,
3: just, it's not gripping. No.
0: No. Or if, you know, if, there if there is, is it's
3: just, Her and her fappening pictures. That's the best
0: thing about the show, is the fappening ass... Here's it, the thing, though. When the, with when the Flash comes over, like, do you think it'll be like a multi-universe? These aren't the same universes. There's no way they exist in the I, same universe.
2: I mean, the the, re, the thing with Flash is they've done the... They've introduced the idea of a multiverse, so... It's very easy to just retcon that there's a multiverse because right now you're right in Flash and Arrow there is no acknowledgement that Superman exists. Right, but in Supergirl it's a, like a thing, like everybody knows about it.
3: Yeah, and that's like
0: the
2: daughter. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's it only happen if CBS orders more episodes because they right. don't think they'll have time to do it until the spring. No. So
0: so they have to get more episodes, then they have to do, then they can do this crossover, which only help. Supergirl, I'm assuming, because they're going to want The
2: only reason they're entertaining this crossover is because they want Flash's rub from the ratings yeah. uh, to yeah. come over to Supergirl. Yeah. So that means the show isn't doing very well. No, in
3: the ratings, no right A little desperate. Seems a little yeah. desperate. Yep. See, but that's the thing. They had the great start. They had all these people tune in, and now they're losing them because they blew it. That's the problem. Yeah,
0: and they had that Big Bang Theory uh, a lead in which helped, but now, yeah, they can't they're not able to hold them, so uh, they're going to have to course correct That's a problem we,
3: with the show yeah, That's yeah, the problem yeah. inherently with the writing, and what they're choosing to do with it, the approach, where people watching it are like, they think it's a little too
2: silly, it's a little too pandering
3: It's very pandering
2: Yeah, very I, I would say this too, the, especially with the pandering, yeah. especially now that a show Jessica Jones is out, and I'm just touching upon it. There's not spoiling anything, but the over-the-top feminism in Supergirl yeah. compared to the way they portray like a strong female character in Jessica Jones is like night and day. Unbelievable, and it's so much she better. On Jessica those. Jones.
3: Yes, that's and, how you do a show, by the way. And right. to think
0: that like Jessica Jones almost landed on ABC, that would have been a disaster. They would have messed that up too. So yeah, that would yeah. have been bad. All right, well, all right. Fuck that Supergirl show. Let's talk about. <laughs> The, since There was no other TV uh, except for a new Walking Dead. D-word. And Gotham. And, and Gotham. Uh, oh, you know what? And I just watched the Go- – I'm still watching Gotham. Speaking of watching stuff that – uh Gotham's pretty wacky. Uh, it's almost at the end of its, like, 11-season uh, – Did you see the – uh,
2: the- Season finale, they're gonna tease, uh, they're gonna show some footage from Batman vs. Superman.
0: Yep, it's almost like a reaction to like Captain America trailer comes out and they're like, fire uh, back, we got a little bit of Batman vs. Superman in the Gotham mid season finale. So, hey, Angel's here. We will, hey, there she is. HM hey, TV, we just said thank you earlier <laughs> hey. for getting us on your game show. Uh so yeah, so it's like they're firing back with a so tr- we'll be talking about that next week, listener. Don't you worry about that. You'll get our thoughts on that one. But we had a little so walking dead, fellas. This uh season six, episode seven, titled Heads Up. Let's get them on. Let's get them on. Throw I think on. we gotta get due right on because there was a bet. There was a gentleman's bet, wasn't yeah. there? Do right, uh, what do you say? We might as well this is special it's a special jocka nerd weekly, and we're gonna make an exception where we usually wait till after the show to open up the blabs, but do right, do us you know a solid and jump in <laughs> because uh, because we had a bet. We gotta settle the bet, motherfucker.
4: waiting. Uh, all- <laughs> and not
2: everybody not everybody follows Twitter and notices the trash talk me and Rugboy spit at yeah, uh, that Do was, right this week. That was great. Uh, okay, so we good. gotta we gotta we gotta talk about that on the show, man.
0: Basically, everyone again. This is the
3: first time that Do Right hasn't jumped immediately. I on. know. Well, let's just <laughs> issue this first. Prepare to be spoiled.
0: In case you haven't watched the latest episode of Walking Dead, okay, here we go. Here he is. This is gonna get good because Do Mister Do Right of Sea Stories with Mister Do Right and our very own Felty American Rog Boy. Had that's a, me. That's him. Had a bet over the fate of Glenn. Did you not, gentlemen? Do right. How's it going? Hey, Ty. Hi. hi. How, how, how Welcome. <laughs> nice to see you. Wouldn't it be a jock and nerd weekly without do right now? Who wants to tell him what the bet was? So the bet was,
5: I bet rug boy that Glenn was alive and he kept saying that Glenn was dead. And I
0: think, Wait, he's well. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. These are
3: not the toys that I'm looking for.
0: Oh, these are. Hold on, he's trying he's to a pull Jedi a Jedi mind trick, and it didn't work. He's trying to do a reverse Jedi mind trick on us, Lister. No way, dude. Rugboy, boy, said it, set the record straight, rugs.
3: Listen, I told you he was under the dumpster. <laughs> you know, you should have listened to me. I knew it. I knew it.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you know what? How the hell you get under a damn dumpster? When go look, go find a dumpster and try to squeeze under. Rug boy, you can't even get in a dumpster.
0: dude. So we find out that Glenn survived. Three, four weeks later, do right. uh, Angel Hill does point out something funny. Like your head, your nameplate is right over your head, so it looks like your eyes are blacked out, like you're in the witness protection program. It's quite <laughs> hilarious. Like, okay, there you go. When you get lower, <laughs> there you go. I can see your eyes now. But it you looked like you're- your- there there you. There it is. Yes. It looked like you're Hiding out from uh, somebody for a second, you're like, I can't show my eyes. Uh so well, look, let's start there. The what happened was, Glenn, I, and it seems plausible. I knew it. I told seems you seems plausible. Too. Glenn scoots under the dumpster and kind of kills the walkers around him to make a a, a barrier of walkers. They can't get to him, and he just and then uh, they eventually ri- go away they because bored. they hear noises. Yeah, they ride, and yeah, stuff they ride and it out. And uh, thanks, Angel Hill, for all the pop.
3: She's the best. So can I just ask a yeah. couple questions? Yeah. Okay, let's go. What are the questions? If I may. Yes, of course. So you're sitting there. You're watching The Walking Dead. And then they show you that you're watching it. Tell me what's going on in your brain at that moment <laughs> when you realize that I am the all-knowing Broadway Oh Scream. <laughs> Master Man. of the TV
5: show. Uh, you know you want to know, Rug Boy? Hold on, hold on. Cause I was watching it. I was all relaxed in the bed and everything. And there's Glenn. And they pulling the fucking entrails out of old boy. And all I could say was, fuck you, Rug Boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wowie, Zowie. That's about all you can say. Cause Rugs was right. I mean.
3: Wow, rugs oh, the cotton, the cotton. I've been right a lot, by the way. The cotton in want, your head. I want everyone to understand this. I've been right a lot of times. The cotton well, in you your know head what? is awesome.
5: Uh, watching Talking Dead afterwards, yeah. and, and what was the guy named? Not Greg Nicotero, but the other uh, guy. It was, like, Mar- Scott, was it Scott
0: Gimple? Was the, uh... Yeah, it was yeah. Scott Gimple. Yeah.
5: And he was saying that they wanted the audience to feel the same anguish yes. that the, the other survivors felt not knowing what happened to Glenn. You think about it. Yes, we saw Glenn and what happened, but we didn't find out that he's he was fine until basically the same day they found out he was fine. So I thought that was pretty good fucking writing. Did you guys feel that,
0: though? Did you feel that anguish? Did you feel a little bit like these are some shenanigans? Well, the other side of this argument is, does this make you lose trust in the show a little? Because uh, they, look, here's the thing. They can't pull why? a fake death card again. They pulled the fake death card. That card is done. They can't why? pull, pull the shit again. Who's, wait, wait, who's to say, Who? who's writing these rules and says you have to, do it that Because then it gets that repetitive. Why?
2: Well, tell me why you can't do it that gets, again. Arrow
0: and Flash do it every week. Yeah, but this is the this is a different, higher level of uh, television, though.
2: uh nah, there's well, no rule to then
0: Let me tell you something. Something else
5: somebody else brought up on the show and somebody else said it. But Glenn has been escaping death the most on that show. At least once, once every season, he's escaped death. Think about it. When they the all escape had death. Yeah. And they he got that, that zombie in on him. He yeah, escaped death. I
3: guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but they all escape death. That's why they're, they're alive.
5: Yeah, but right. Glenn is the, the one that does it the most.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Glenn's good at getting out of I mean, every he, gets, season. he gets himself out of hairy situations, for but, sure.
0: Yeah. Very. Yeah. I mean, but I guess the way, like, do you think the, 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 how the storyline went between from where Glenn was trapped to when we get revealed, uh, I feel like they were setting, putting in like this episode started with that and they were just kind of putting in pieces for this mid season finale Look, craziness that, uh, is going to
3: happen now. This is the thing. The minute that they started that second episode after Glenn died supposedly yeah. Yeah. and they didn't resolve it. I knew it was bullshit. Yeah. I knew it. Well, I just knew it because, like, you can't kill off a character and let people fucking dangle in the wind like that, right. unless you're gonna bring him back. Right? If he's dead, you gotta let people get on with their lives. You know what I mean? Because there's some people who fucking freaked out. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, but, but if they right. would have kept him dead, though,
5: if they would have kept him dead, then that would have shocked people just as much as him still being alive.
2: Yeah, they got a. They got a. I mean, I kind of knew he wasn't dead just because of what Imran spoiled for me with the comics <laughs> and his death in the comics. so Oh, you that, can't go Yeah, I know. But I feel like that death in the comics is something they might want to recreate. That is a powerful um, death. Also, just the way they shot it, though, like, it was very melodramatic. Like, they took the sound away. They muted the sound, and they yeah. saw the blood squirting yeah. up yeah. out of him. And I don't know. It was just shot differently than any other death so, yeah. so far. They, they, they kind of were, like, giving it away that this might be different.
5: Well, you know what? At at least with that episode, they had everybody talking about that. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well let's talk so, about the
0: rest. What do you guys think of the rest? Yeah, let's talk about the rest. Like, I feel like, do you think they've learned the lesson that it's dangerous to, like, be compassionate a little bit? Or are they, are they going to try to hold on to their compassion still? Morgan got a little lecturing sit down from the group Or yeah. like, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> where, where are you? You over here? You over there? And he's like, no, I, uh, I, every, all life is precious.
5: Yeah, no. Yeah, and then Michonne told him real quick, like, that's, that's kind of too simple. Yeah. You, yeah.
0: you just can't live like that. That was a great line because that's like what you think about. You're like, it's not that simple anymore. There is yeah. no – that's very black and white, but this is not a black and white world anymore.
2: Well, the, the only reason they found out about that is because he let go of those five uh, wolves, and right. then they ended up attacking Rick.
0: Yeah, yeah. So he put yeah. other
2: people in danger. And now he's hiding someone that Carol found out and about. Carol
0: – right. Carol uh, – what – how did that end? And Carol confronts him, and he didn't let confronts her in. him
2: because he's giving her meds. He's giving that guy meds right. from the, the – from the yeah. – psych- Doctor turned real doctor.
0: That's going to bite him in the ass, dude. I don't
2: like the fact that that one wolf is still there. You think that'll bite him in the ass or maybe one of these guys gets redeemed?
0: Well, that's – I mean there is an argument to be made that people can change. So, you know, and they kind of brought that up and you're like, huh. But where do you draw the line in these situations? Then you got more stupid like emo kid behavior with Enid and Ron. Oh, that kid?
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about Ron. I hate that kid. That kid – He's gonna kill Glenn and I don't, or not Glenn. Uh, he's wants to shoot uh, Carl.
0: Uh, well, yeah, he's got I some think that bullets. Carl gonna get he's the gonna shot get out, eye. out. That's yeah. you'll <laughs> shoot your eye out. It's gonna be a oh, fucking oh, Christmas oh. story.
2: What, what, what'll happen here? I'm calling it right now. That kid doesn't have great aim. He's gonna try and shoot Carl and shoot him in like the leg because he's got bad aim. Well, there is, is a. Guy.
0: All right, look. Another. Here's a right. from the comic books. You want me to tell you what happens in Alexandria? Which uh, where, you're, this, gonna, you're gonna spoil the
2: whole thing? No, well, like Alexandria.
0: Well, this no. There, there's something that happens in Alexandria that I think this is kind of uh, t- uh, leading up to. Similar. What the hand missing? Now, Carl.
3: Oh, is I missing? Yes.
2: Oh, oh
0: yeah. Um, Maybe. Uh, so because what happens – all right, I'm just going to say it. Look, I said <laughs> spoiler alert. What happens, there's a shootout in Alexandria and the in the comic books, the leader of the, the village is, a, is an old man, Douglas. And uh, there's a crazy shootout and Carl accidentally gets shot. The bullet grazes through his eye and it just shoots his eye out. So for a large part of the show, he has one just a socket. I don't know how he somehow he doesn't die there's no you know surgery but it doesn't kill him but he's got like a big hole in his head and it's kind of fucking awesome cuz he's like it just makes him more badass in the comic book. So I feel it like but, yeah. have shitty aim. I don't know. <laughs> It increases. It. Hey, look! If you listen to our show with uh, Emmy-winning photographer Ross Deppman, it can make you. It can increase your senses. <laughs> oh, God. That's,
4: a, that's a terrible. <laughs> well, that's, story.
0: Tight. Uh, that's terrible. So that's what I think is going to happen with the Ron. Okay. And, uh Good Prediction. Maybe. Uh, what'd you think of like Glenn and Enid, and Glenn kind of being like the big brother slash father to this you know fucking what? girl? The best
5: line from that was she was holding the gun on him, yeah. and he snatches the gun. Yeah. She says, "You asshole!" And I'm the asshole, and you was holding a gun on me. I'm like, <laughs> I lost it, <laughs> man.
2: That's... Glenn, Glenn, Glenn still hasn't lost like no, his morale. Yeah, he's
0: that's the getting, thing. Really After going through that horrific thing, where stupid Nicholas almost kills him, nothing. He gets a gun pulled on him, and he's still like, No, I'm going to save you for. Look, I said I was going to save you for Maggie, but I'm doing it for me now. Like he just wow. continues to be like a really good dude. I
2: I want to jump to real quick to my favorite part of the show besides yeah. the ending.
0: Yeah,
2: how about Tara giving the bird to Rick? <laughs> I like that. That was awesome.
0: <laughs> what is? But, what was uh? What the, what was up with Spencer being a fucking idiot? Like, I feel like these people are trying to impress Rick now. Like, he's gotten to a point where they're trying to be badass to impress him. Uh, and get I don't Spencer. know. If, I don't know
2: if it's that or he just felt compelled to help out, and that Dude, was like, all he do. Tell,
0: tell a person you could use all the help yeah. you get. What are
2: you talking? Well, yeah, but he said, look, but he said to Rick, "I would have told you." Yeah. But you, if I would have told you, would you have let me do it? Yeah, well, he wouldn't have. Yeah. Rick still Rick still rules with an iron fist. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Not in a dictatorship. you ain't doing no shit like no. that.
2: Right. There's no there's no room for improvisation with Rick as a leader. <laughs> yeah.
0: I bet you, you could know? uh you know, you could at least have look, throw in the idea in the pot and we'll figure out. I mean it, wasn't, it, a no, no, it, it wasn't a great idea. No, it wasn't a great idea. The intent beaten. was good. I yeah. like that Rick was like, I could have left. I could have jumped out and there was a gap. I could have You made know what it, I think's gonna did. happen?
3: Yeah. Let me give you the rug down. All right, hold on. Here's the rug down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, you ready? Now yes, I, wise I, rug boy. <laughs> now, I, cu- I could be wrong, but R-down. this is what's going to happen. I, I, I could be wrong, so there's a percentage of me being wrong. But let me just throw this out there. The guy that Morgan is... Uh, Holding, he's gonna get thrown out into the the zombies. They're gonna tear him apart, and that's gonna give Rick the opportunity to get out there and Ooh. and and get a car or something and oh. lead those motherfuckers away. That's okay. a good idea.
0: But They're gonna make him walk the plank.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, the, well that, but that leads to this thing though. That'd be a good idea. But the fence is already. The fucking
0: broken. building came down. The walls yeah. down. They're gonna have to work to uh, listen. All we know here. It's the mid season finale. There's gonna be a lot of people dying. I don't think Deanna is going to make it. Because why?
2: Because she No, let's do predictions.
0: Let's do predictions look, on who's dying. Deanna's done. dying because she gave uh fucking what's her name the plans. That meant, okay, I'm done. I could be killed. Here's i got the plans. I gave you the plans. Her job is done. She ain't gonna make it. Now I, what happens what happens to
3: Alexandria in the in the fucking comic books?
0: Uh, here's the thing. They are still in Alexandria. They fight to save it. I think they're Alexandria is they're going to keep it they're going to fight to save it they're going to they're going to have to go through this it's going to change alexandria but they're going to put the walls back up and they're going to try to make it home that's what i think
2: how about how about maybe negan's crew then they roll on all these guys no how about they gun down all the zombies and they're like all right we saved you guys but now you're gonna give us that's half
0: all so good let's not forget that abraham is a goddamn rocket launcher that's gonna come oh, into play somewhere. Yeah. They're gonna blow like maybe he Abraham comes in and just blows up a fucking group of walkers with the rocket launcher. Half of uh, Alexandria burns down, but then they get to build it back up, better, stronger. Uh,
2: what, you, what do you think, yeah. dude? Right?
0: I I don't care as long as the preacher dies. Oh my god, uh, that guy is so useless. The most useless mother. Eugene is more useful than fucking preacher at this point. Who is Eugene? Eugene.
5: Yeah, that fucking didn't even want to swing a fucking machete. And he's more useful.
0: He's he
2: standing up? That's right. He was just standing there <laughs> did moping. You, did did you the... catch his line? He's like, there are people in close proximity to me, and I, they are wearing open-toed shoes.
5: <laughs> I don't
0: feel comfortable. <laughs> he's like, I'm, like a, I'm an unskilled individual holding a machete. You don't want me.
2: And there are people around in close proximity to me, and I'm wearing, and open- wearing open-toed like, shoes. Fucking Rosita's like, man
0: up, motherfucker. What's the matter with you? <laughs> I want, they, they, should <laughs> they should bring back T-Dog. <laughs> they should bring back T-Dog. He's a zombie. He's more useful they resurrect him listen so yeah. maybe some there's gonna be uh, so the the preacher will either go one or two ways he's gonna fucking turn around and start killing zombies or he's gonna just get eaten and sacrifice himself for the good of the fucking group you think they're they're,
5: kill every zombie there it's too late for him yeah
2: do you think he's on the road to redemption I think they're trying to redeem him too yeah they're gonna Ooh. so he's gonna have to save somebody the yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I know I know you're saying fuck him but I don't know if that's the plans yet
0: No, then he's gonna have to do something they're gonna have to give him something some kind of save. That snaps him out of this fucking thing. And Morgan, too. Like, what's Morgan going to do uh, moving forward?
5: You can't take away everybody hates Chris and lead the fucking preacher.
0: <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I loved everybody hates Chris. He was great. That was
2: Yeah. Noah. Oh, man, that was a most brutal death. Yeah, that was the most brutal death I've ever like, seen. Why
0: is yeah, this yeah. so graphic? Did, you, did we really need to see his face get peeled back like that? Like, that nah, was unnecessary. Yeah. He, was got his, having... he, he got his cap Oof. peeled for real. Man. <laughs> but uh yeah, That's so great. uh next week's gonna be fucking crazy, dude. That's yeah. all because the show ain't coming back till February, and yeah. uh somewhere between then and now we will have a little Walking Dead geek out sh- in the podcast side with do right and uh rug boy, and we'll uh that'll be lots of fun. Rugboy,
5: I need you to send me some video okay. with you sitting on a green screen so I can
0: make your promo because that was the bet right the bet was if rug boy wins we get a promo on do right show with the rug boy right rugs
3: that's right all
0: right
5: that's right and i'm a man of my word rug boy so that's what i'm gonna do so like try awesome. so just call in
3: and come on your show or what do i do oh we are gonna make a special video my friend so i'll record myself on a green screen uh, where the, fuck are you gonna be the green view? screen rugs
0: Oh,
5: just put up a green curtain or something. It doesn't matter. I got skills, baby. I can I, I can take care of it. All right, I'll you.
3: just I'll just uh, I got a bunch of napkins I had wipe my bookers with so that's pretty green. <laughs>
2: and I just hang them up. They usually <laughs> come out green too, so he he's all sad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll just a get bunch like of- the booger- Guess he got a bad very bad. big head. He got a very big head. He only needs like eight napkins. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> let's just puke on a sheet. It comes out all green. You'll be fine. Yeah. It there you go. It'll be fine.
2: Oh, that's gonna yeah. be great. Wowie, Zowie!
0: Well, that was a that was a it was a good bet while it lasted. Unfortunately, uh, Rugs got uh, Rugs gets one that time. So
3: yeah. You know what? I, I made that prediction. I totally forgot at the end of Walking Dead that all the zombies came through the door. <laughs> I thought I was a genius, but see, I always forget something. I always forget like one. This is why I don't have a job and I'm homeless. I'm <laughs> sorry to stick a fork in that prediction. Rick. <laughs> I know. It I was so happened. like, wait a minute, Had the walls that not falling. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I forgot that all the zombies came in. But well, oh, we shit. will
0: see. We'll see those dudes again, though. Uh, Negan's crew or whoever that was, and we'll see. That Dwight and that girl who stole what uh, Daryl's bike. Uh, there's a lot of things we need resolved. Uh, let's see how many things they do in the midseason finale. Leave us hanging. Yeah, oh yeah, Daryl got to get his crossbow back. He yeah. always gets his
5: crossbow That's back. His baby
0: man, you got. Daryl's got to get his baby back. That's just ridiculous. Yep. Got to get your baby back, baby. All back, baby right, baby. so uh, before, <laughs> <laughs> before we get to the next bit, do right. Have you been watching uh, Jessica Jones? How far are you in it, man? I um.
5: I think I'm like three episodes away from the end. Okay, so because
0: I knew I was going to talk to y'all. Yeah, well, look here. Let's do this. I'm only at like episode seven, halfway through. I feel like we should do just kind of like. General, I'm only on four.
2: Okay, so general okay.
0: impressions. Hey, wait, kind wait, of, wait, wait, wait,
2: uh, wait! You're not going to let me tell me tell you guys where I'm at? No, where you at? Where you at, Where you at, <laughs> One. I'm at uh 12.
0: Oh snap! More. He's almost done, dude. Whoa! He puts power and through it. <laughs> God hey, damn! I mean, it came out exactly a week ago, people. I'm so. dead
3: last. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta get. Is it? Oh man, I'm pissed. Well, well
2: look. <laughs> We'll just do very general thoughts because we're going to do a huge episode. The last we'll time it. I spoke
3: to you guys, everybody was at three. And I was like, <laughs> uh, we got All right, seven. we're going to not watch
0: anymore because uh, everybody's so, not watching. So it. look, Rugboy sets the pace. He's at four. So let's just give you uh, – yeah, let's see. General, give him the floor then, yeah. You start, rugs. What do you think so far?
3: Okay. Without I, spoiling. I, I, I'm not going to spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> spoil it? No. no don't. <laughs> I mean no, well, opposite four, of that.
0: but yeah,
2: don't don't spoil it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you want me not to spoil
0: it? <laughs> I'm trying to not figure yet. out. Here's the not thing. Yet, no. Talk about it as if somebody asked you, "Hey, well how's the show? Should I watch it?"
3: Oh, okay. What Here we go. Say? Yeah. All right. Well, the show's good because, you know, um it doesn't stick exactly to the comic book, but it it captures the essence of it of her having this issue, this this uh, problem in her life, which causes her to be uh, kind of like a a drunk, you know, and have like kind of issues. Yep. And why you you can see why she's a solitary figure. And uh, there's a lot of like opportunity, like you know, I'm only four episodes in for like things to happen. They set things up, and you're like, oh shit, a lot of things can happen. And um, it doesn't really move super fast. But the stuff that happens is, is interesting in every episode. So even though, like, uh, at a certain point, you know, they get into some flashbacks and stuff like that, um, that kind of takes you out of this forward-moving story, um, I think that everything that they do is worthwhile. There hasn't been, like, a laggy, like, every episode has had that kind of compelling, I want to see what happens next. Oh, shit. Like, at the end of the episode, you're like, oh, fuck. Fuck. And you're like,
0: okay, now what? Yeah, nothing's wasted, which is partly, you know, this whole Netflix thing is what helps. You you know what's going to happen. You can put all the pieces there. I mean, like I said, if you're going in expecting like an action Daredevil, like for me, the first episode was a little slow until the end. Something happens and you're like, okay, you have my attention now. And then it's this really awesome psychological mind fuck detective show about like mind rape. Uh, and it, it's drama, uh, and it's great drama, and I would argue that this has possibly one of like, the most scariest uh, MCU villains yet uh, that
3: we've seen anywhere, simply because of this guy's powers. Would you argue that you should know something about Marvel before you watch this?
0: Ooh, that's no. hard to... I don't
2: think you
3: need to.
0: That's hard to answer. You don't mm-hmm. think so?
2: I don't think you need to, just because I mean, it touches on Marvel stuff, but it's, the show is not about the Marvel universe as a whole. It's about issues that affect people like trauma and very rape.
0: personal. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. It's very personal issues that are just within they're dealing with it. It just happens to be superheroes that are dealing with this or a super person. In this a case.
0: lot of people can but relate all the, to all the, PTSD.
2: Yeah, It's stuff things. that people can relate to PTSD and how to deal with trauma and how trauma is transferred from one person to another, to another and how it affects someone's life. It's nothing to do with like the Avengers or dare, even daredevil.
0: Hmm. But they set up this great. villain Kilgrave like in the first two episodes. You don't see him, but you're like, Holy God, this guy is evil. Like you're already kind of afraid of him.
2: Shit goes down later, guys. It's just amazing. <laughs> do
0: right. What do, what do you, think, you think do, think, do right? right? Um I
5: got I have some mixed feelings about the show. One, okay. I don't I don't know nothing about no Jessica uh, Okay, good. That's you know, perfect. So yeah. Going into this, I had no expectations of anything. And I'm not gonna sit say it's a bad show. It's not. It, it's full of drama. I grant you that. Full of drama. But how can I say this in a politically correct way? Um Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it a lot of it seems forced. It's like she tries to keep people back because she don't want nobody to get hurt. But it's like the th- her keeping people back is what's keeping her from from moving forward with what she's trying to do. And and it's like she's almost her own worst enemy. And she's more of an enemy than Kilgrave is. And what kind of name is Kilgrave? And I kept saying <laughs> that throughout the show. And then eventually she addressed the shit. Ah. And I was like, thank you for addressing that. Because yeah. that didn't make sense <laughs> to me either.
0: Well, you know what? That a lot of times there was another moment in the show where I was thinking something, and then the character said the exact line I was thinking. And I love when a show does that. So I was really connecting with this show. Um, but what you said is she's a a real three dimensional flawed person. That's the beauty of it. Yeah,
2: she, yeah I think that's I do write's point is good in that it it's it is it's accomplishing what the show wants you to to accomplish in that she is her own kind of worst enemy. She's kind of a fuck up. Yeah, she is a piece of shit at times.
0: You know, like and this yeah. is your lead character. Like I think that makes it even more compelling because
3: uh, you can relate to. Parts it, of it, it makes it. not a likable person. Yeah, no. You know, you're not like cheering for her to win. You just know that, you know, that like, that she had some very fucked up shit happened to her. Yeah. And you're just kind of like pulling for her to at least get out of the the darkness.
0: I mean, it's trauma. It's her working through trauma. You were looking at a girl like go through rehab from severe, crazy trauma.
5: But you notice that everybody else has gone through way more trauma than her. I mean, they show what she went through and I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, cool. But you look at these other people, yeah, like really not, not to give away too much, but it was one guy. He was telling his story and he was saying that uh, Kilgrave made him leave his child on the, on the curb yeah, and yeah. drive off. And he yeah. got he got charged with child abandonment. His wife left him and all this. Other. I mean, she, his whole life was destroyed. Yeah. And she did what she did. I know she has remorse for that. But damn, come on, chick, get over it. The other people was trying to get over that shit, and they went through all that Yeah, but I, stuff. that's the
3: thing. Like, I I don't think that she thinks that her pain was worse than his. She just wants to stop it from happening again to other people. Yeah. So
5: then, I don't even believe that. I don't get that from this show. I think she was damaged before Kilgrave ever got his claws into mm-hmm. in the first place. Because you look at the flashbacks, and you, you're looking at it, and you're like, damn, she was fucked up for a long time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean without uh going too much into yeah. spoilery stuff wow. because everyone's kind of at different levels, I think uh, what the show is trying to get across is that there's levels of trauma, and regardless of if my trauma is worse than your trauma, it's the fact that we everyone experiences it differently and deals with it differently and who's to say that my trauma is worse than your trauma? I might be able to handle it better, or I might not be able to handle it. it's like it's it's an it's an analogy for rape, really, is what it is. It's, yeah. it's mind rape,
0: absolutely. And What's up?
2: And the feeling of being taken over and not having any control, and then telling your friends that this happened to you and no one believes you, and they're trying to I, yeah. tell you that you're you're the one that's crazy and when you have no evidence.
0: There's some lines where they enjoy being under his control. Like there's a sense of freedom. Like there's multi layers of this guy's power. Yeah. Basically, it's like an incredible like. There's a moment where he just, you know, whatever you say people do, like, who has not wanted to have that power? Like, and parts of it, you're like, man, I really wish I could do that. But
2: holy what, shit. What's interesting about it, too, is um, the way they've dealt with, like, mind readers in the past on different shows has made it, like, seem like this cool thing. Right. That, like, you know, it, it's, it's this power that everyone wants. But then you see, like, what happens when someone's lived with it throughout their entire throughout their entire life and always got what they wanted
5: mm. yeah that's
0: yeah so, so that's
5: what I, I don't want to talk no, about we, it okay anymore. we gotta stop i, gotta stop I never stop got now. to that
0: point now god damn it, it all right
5: i got one more point i want to bring up all right. so sure thinking about Kilgrave and thinking about scarlet witch yeah you know how scarlet witch was you know manipulating tony stark's mind and things like that but then yeah. Kilgrave and what he was doing to me Kilgrave was more powerful than scarlet witch and his his power is like way more lethal
3: uh, yeah no, in a sure. way yeah you can think about it, professor x can do yeah. the same shit.
5: yeah yeah he just chooses well, not to now it was interesting and i'm not going to say nothing but it's interesting how he has the power and i like that i did like that well they it explain
0: was- that shit
2: Huh? They they will they will without giving away Okay, we got to see- yeah. yes, stop
0: talking about this goddammit <laughs>
2: We really mean, will,
0: we we God will all finish and we will reconvene and we'll do a full fucking spoiler <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler cast show there, and, plus, uh, plus
2: there's more Marvel shit to talk about. Yes, so and, we, and do, do right, do, do right
0: about Captain America? Yes, do right yeah, that yeah, was boy, a great segue. Here's uh we're going to move on to the trailer. The Nerd. Holy shit, people. This fucking trailer came out of oh nowhere. Uh, Anthony, uh, Robert Downey Jr., and uh, Chris Evans went on Jimmy Kimmel Live and fucking dropped the new trailer for Captain America Civil War. Geek oh, Shit. And it was pretty fucking goddamn awesome. I gotta say. Nice start. Can yes. Start- Link in the show notes. So Jockin'Nerd.com slash 61 if you haven't seen it already. Anthony, go.
2: Um, That was a bomb ass trailer, yeah. first <laughs> off. Um. <laughs> What I liked about that trailer is if you don't like the Marvel characters, then you're not going to like this movie because this movie is built is building on the relationships that have been developed throughout the past X amount of films or whatever. And I mean the line where Tony is just like, so was I after cap is like, he's my friend and he goes, so was I and the pain on his face. You, you could see it. it. Yeah. You hear like, it in
0: his voice. This, too. this
2: movie isn't about the world blowing up or Pain or, uh, you know, saving the world from aliens. It's about trust and loyalty and bonds. And, and when these bonds are broken and ideologies, what's great about what it seems like is that Cap and Tony, like, they want to make their friendship work, but the more they try and learn about each other, the more they realize that they're not friends. They're ideologically and they can't be friends. separate, yeah. too, on both yeah. ends. So that fucking trailer is awesome.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I felt that it was understated, by the way. I feel like they're holding back a lot. Yes, you know, which is great. It's but perfect. Like, yes. Like they're not showing you Spider-Man that nope. you know was going to be in nope. there. They're not showing you. like, I mean, I looked at it in detail and there's only like maybe three or four set pieces that we see. We see the airport. We see this and that. So they're very—they're keeping their guns like hidden right now. They're not bringing out the freaking the the haymakers right now. It were a, you
2: said, "Imran, no, it, no."
3: I'm glad. Don't fucking show me Spider Man ever. I don't care. Let me see it when <laughs> the
0: first time you see it in the movie. Here's why. Like I, I we love this trailer because we had just uh, we were talking about trailers and we uh, recently watched the Winter Soldier trailer. Very similar format. They give you what you want. They do not give away. Any of the story. They give you some of the story pieces, but you know they're holding shit. So what do we see? We see right at the beginning, we see Cap and Falcon uh, with Bucky in that arm, kind of following that same button scene at the end of Ant-Man, right? And uh, Bucky remembers uh, Cap from before, and they, they're they uh, going to try to uh, de-brainwash him. Seems that Bucky was set up. They're all after Bucky, but I, it seems like it was a setup, and they're trying to get him.
3: You don't see Ant-Man at all either.
0: Yeah, here's who no. we don't see. We don't see Ant-Man. We don't see Crossbones, and I know he's got a part yes, in this. Do, do you he's see Crossbones? Yeah. Really? Uh in the background. I, oh, in the background. I didn't see him oh, in De-Roy his, but, does his but, but he comes out. I want to see him in his uh, fucking outfit. Uh we don't see the yeah. Vision or Ant, or or uh Zemo. Baron Zemo, no. which I believe is also part of this, but we do get to see motherfucking Black Panther. No. Holy yeah. shit. How cool is he, dude? Apparently, kicking the shit out of somebody. Yeah, and like Cap's chasing him. I think he's going to be, I don't think he's on a side, but he's uh, not uh, uh, on the same side as Cap. They have different uh, opposite interests. But-
2: I, I don't think it's that. It's that. I think it's, there's a point where Bucky kind of has interfered with Wakanda. Oh, yeah. Something's happened. It has and that, something to do he's with that. For his own interests. Yeah,
0: because the there's uh anyways, he, uh, he he runs as fast as a car, I guess. He's really fast. Did you see him run? That was pretty awesome. And there's a whole infectious institute of diseases. So there's some disease thing that happens, there's some explosions that are set up. Uh, I love the spin kick. Fucking Falcon's little spin kick move was great. Yeah. Would
2: you uh would you think of the the trailer do right? We haven't heard from you yet.
5: Well, <clears throat> I remember last week when I asked a question about Civil War. Yes. And how it didn't make sense to me.
0: Yes, does this
5: make sense? And then I watched this trailer. Yeah, and that makes sense. Right to me. on. That makes more sense to me than 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 the comic. Um,
4: because oh, for sure. In the
5: comic, you have a choice. Yeah, I mean, you could either be a superhero, or you you or you uh, don't. I see what you're saying. But this one, it seems like it's a different reason with not to have a conflict and i like They're that different.
2: fighting over bucky instead yeah right. so the, not only bucky but the the fact of accountability and it it's it's important to remember that iron man has his growth in his character he came out he, in the first movie movie he didn't even want to like give away his armor to anybody and now he's fully had an arc where now he's with the government and it makes sense because his role in age of ultron he would probably be like, you know what? We do got to hold ourselves accountable. I got to hold myself accountable. I just fucking almost destroyed the world.
0: Dude, and then contrast that to Captain America's arc over all he his started movies. out as government. Yeah, he started out pro with the government, then ends up kind of being a willing cog in this propaganda machine, and now he's like fucking anti-establishment on the other side. Like, that's amazing Uh, the way they've set this all up. It's so, it's just so, it works so well. And the only thing that is like the comic books, instead of the Superhero Registration Act, they have the Sokovia Accords.
2: Accords, yeah. And
0: now we know that it's called Sokovia. And like, really, if you think about the fact that if you take the New York incident, then you take at the end of Winter Soldier how they destroyed all those buildings then you take what happens at the end of Age of Ultron you're like whoa these fuckers somebody's gonna put these fuckers in check and then we see General Ross after seven years from the first Hulk movie, yeah. which was awesome. Maybe he'll be the it's red. The Hulk.
2: It's just the Accords. The Sokovia incident is part of age of Ultron. It's ca- that country that
0: actually country. Ca- that she has a, uh, whoever the comment did war machine die. I don't think he does because they would not give that away in the trailer like that. Not the way these, the captain America trailers are cut.
3: i I think he just gets severely injured. Yeah, he's no. probably deathly like you see He
0: loses his Cheetle. Well you see Bucky like grab the thing in the middle and and yank it out. That might have been more,
2: I don't know, or Iron Man. That was a, that was him and Iron Man fighting. What you, you got some rugby? Uh, not rugby, do you right?
5: Well, the other thing I really loved, it was at the end oh, yeah. when uh, when the soldier, Captain America, yes. and um, Iron Man were fighting tag team throwing a shield to each other. Unbelievable. Just, and it was like you didn't know who you wanted to either root for Captain America or feel sorry for Iron Man because it was like these are my boys I don't want to see them fighting each other
2: yes yes <laughs> see that's that's the great thing about it is like you feel it's like it's a cool moment but you feel sad that they're fighting which yeah. is what what these movies have built in these characters is you learn to love both of them and another, I think about this fucking shit too much, but, uh,
0: (laughs) that's why we have a
2: podcast. (laughs) What's, what's great about like Iron Man and cap is too, is like, if you think about their ideologies, like Iron Man just wants to get rid of threats and he's willing to like, have like a little bit of collateral damage, but he wants to get rid of threats. Like that's all he cares about. He He wants to build a suit around the world. Steve, on the other hand, just wants to save people. And he doesn't want people, he doesn't want, Shit, you know, sh- collateral damage or anything. He always just wants to save people. So there's one guy that wants to be actively going after threats while the other guy wants to be more reactive and, and it's that's like, the basis of their ideology and like, their conflict.
0: It's like Walking Dead where Tony sees the Greys and Captain uh, America sees everything black and white. You know, He's like, always, right. I'm always going to do the right thing, but Stark well, is like, like, always going to
2: save people.
4: Man.
5: It's like the world really because th- you want peace and security, but to have peace and security, you got to give up freedom. So yeah, whatever yeah. you want
0: to do, How and much, that's basically yep, what this is. Yep, yep. How much liberty and freedom are you willing to give up for? Uh, yeah. Four, yeah, for six You too no. quiet bro, boy.
3: I'm listening. This is interesting they're, shit. But that
0: end bit was like a. It was like a wrestling match. It was like a tag team WWE. Like oh. they're throwing the shield around, and I love. I love it. They like cut. They, it's like they cut the trailer like the first one. There's a little intro. There's three acts in the middle, and then there's an awesome little button scene, and it just gets you a fucking geek
3: boner. Like geek boner. David Mosky has I, this that. This movie F- is F-ball a lot of- huger than it seems from yes. the trailer, though. But it just th- it is. Just trust me, it's gonna be huge. Oh yeah. yeah,
0: there's like twelve motherfucking heroes in this, but it still feels like a very I like in the first trailer. They want you to see it's a very personal, very personal yes. conflict.
2: Well, the lines are great too. It's just like like not only i mentioned the iron man cap you know them talking about being friends or whatever but even the line right. where falcons like the guys that usually are shooting at you end up shooting at me like that line alone like you could see their friendship and their loyalty it's it's it's, a, it's gonna be i mean it's gonna be huge like Rogue said but it's gonna be a character movie but like
3: age of ultron also had a freaking awesome trailer too
5: yeah but it had too many of them yeah
3: you yeah. know
0: and I hope they just stop with this. Just stop. Well, we, no we've more. learned. We just recently recorded a show with our buddy David Malofsky, and he was talking about trailer houses and how there's two different trailer houses cutting these trailers for Marvel. Clearly, there's one that does the Avengers movies, and they're not really that good. Then there's one that does, like, all the uh, Captain America movies, and they cut the shit amazing and get you hyped for this uh, for the movies. And we got to see Scarlet Witch fly now. Did you see? Did you notice that? Like, in that yeah. one yeah, shot? Yeah, takes off. That was <laughs> awesome. So the teams are – Well, should we go over what the teams are real quick based on what we saw a little bit? Yeah. Uh, On Team Cap, the anti-registration side, we have, of course, Captain America. Bucky is with him. We got Hawkeye. uh, They'll probably pull out of retirement to help him out. The Falcon, Sam Wilson. Uh, Sharon Carter will probably be on their side. Ant-Man and the Scarlet Witch we saw, right? Okay. And on the other side, Team Iron Man, like they didn't show his side in the trailer. They just showed him and – uh, War Machine, but War Machine. War, James Rhodes' War Machine will be there. Black Widow is obviously on Tony's side, and she's trying to talk some sense into Steve at one point. Uh, Spider-Man, Peter Parker will be on uh, Team uh, Iron Man. And Black Panther, I don't know, somewhere in the middle. Vision and, well. and Vision will be on there. Uh-huh. But uh, mm. yeah, so I mean I like how you know Tony's going to be going after Bucky because he thinks he killed – his parents and T'Challa. Oh, would you beautiful. just spoil something right there? What? Isn't that? <laughs> I don't know a if thing? that. No.
2: That's no spoiler. Everyone knows. No, no, that's not. That's a big thing. From that's where? A thing,
0: Didn't they allude to that somewhere? No. Well, how would I have known that?
2: It's a rumor on the internet.
0: Alright, so it's a rumor. But it's a rumor online. So that it's means not true. That means not, that means it's <laughs> not true. But uh and then you All know, right. T'Challa's going after Bucky for some shitty pulls in Wakanda, so they are that's where they're probably on the same side looking for Bucky Barnes.
3: I like Chala, French toast. You ever get that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> hala! I, mean, I love chala bread. Huh. There, there is no reason why that Black Panther costume should look as good as it does. Dude, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm
0: surprised they got it right. Yeah, yeah, right. And it's laced with vibranium. So what does that mean if he like if Cap tries to throw his shield at him? Like, does it just bounce right off? Like, is vibranium yeah. against vibranium wash? Is that a wash? Yeah, bullets will bounce off of them. Man, that thing looks badass, dude. And he, wait a uh, well,
5: how do you know it's made out? Of- and I know you going by the comics, but. In this yeah.
0: universe, they how said, you know? said Wakanda yeah, is the source. Of the can, here's, a,
2: here's the thing: you got you, with Imran is he spouts off this knowledge of like the rumors and comic stuff. Like everybody's supposed to know this, this stuff. Sorry. So no,
0: but they said yeah, he, in they, uh, this is all
2: stuff. Uh, where? What they? Saying?
0: They said in Age of Ultron that Wakanda is where all the
2: vibranium has- is, and Black Panther's from Wakanda. So why oh, would man. you? But how could you imply that his suit was made from that? Why wouldn't by- it be? Why? What? Why would? When has any suit other than Iron Man's been made of metal?
0: I saw it on the internet, fellas. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That means it's true. You keep spoiling shit. <laughs> <laughs> <Spoilers>. so, <laughs> I got I I a what question I mean. to
5: pose to everybody. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So remember seeing the first Avengers, and then when Age of Ultron came out, they had a high bar to, to try to clear, right? Because mm-hmm. Age um, Avengers. Raised the bar really high. Yep. Well, Captain America Winter Soldier was really good. I yeah. think one of the best Marvel movies they put out. Yes. Now they're getting ready to come out with this Captain America Civil War. The bar is high again. One, do you think the bar was met with Ultron? No. And do you think they'll meet the bar
2: with this one? I'm good go questions. With, in, in succession, no and yes. I, I, so, I feel well.
3: the same way. No and yes. Well, it's a different animal because you got the Russo brothers yes. that is directing yes. this, the same team that did uh, Winter Soldier. And you got Joss Whedon did Age of Ultron. And I think, um, I hate to say it, but Winter Soldier almost beats Avengers out for me as, as a movie that I like so that they close. made. I think it's the most serious, most well-even, most evenly uh, balanced movie um, it doesn't have as much levity as Avengers. It's not as fun as Avengers, but it just kicks your ass when you're watching it. You're like motherfucking every action scene is yeah. perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what also to address that point too though, like Avengers and Age of Ultron were both essentially the same um, s- storyline that they were dealing with in terms of world ending. Yeah. So both were world ending scenarios with an invasion of troops that all look alike. Uh, Winter Soldier dealt more with like security and betrayal. And this one's more, even more personal in terms of friendship. So I don't think it's the same. It's gonna be, it's gonna feel different because it's a different storyline. It's not just world-ending
0: stuff, I, man. I agree. I would argue that like the the tone the Russo brothers bring to these characters may even trump Whedon's original tone. Like Whedon brought that fun tone, and we enjoyed it. But then when you see like the action in this trailer, when you see how they direct this shit and uh, keep it grounded, but keep it still in the Marvel kind of universe. It just it is it's hard hitting and it just feels more uh,
3: real than like an Avengers. Yeah. movie. See, like everything that Joss Whedon does is is done with a wink and a nod. Yes, you know? yes, you know, and like it's just like Sam Raimi and all those guys, yep. they're, they're they're fanboys and they kind of like want to bring that fun and everybody likes the fun. The fun is great, but when you're talking about which is a better movie, you have to like say, okay, fun is just like kind of like. It, it tastes good, like a bur- like a burger, but it's not good for you. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. So I think there's more substance gotta, almost. It, there's
0: more substance, and man, the way these guys yeah. shoot these action scenes, like it's it's so it's so great. Even in the trailer, I love how that last the last scene where the three of them are fighting. It's all cut on the beat, and you feel the rhythm of the hits, and it's just it's so perfect.
3: Yeah. Yeah, There's none but, of that rubbery, like, bouncing around that happens in the Avengers. The action serves a it.
0: purpose always for the story with the Russo brothers, which is why. I
3: like. But
5: y'all, y'all comparing, and, and I'm not trying, I, I, I hate that I didn't, didn't say it well enough. I don't want you to compare Ultron with Captain America. Yeah. I want you to compare that Winter Soldier, which sure. is, I mean, you got the same directors. Yeah. You got the same characters. You're going to have the same tone. Yeah. Is it just going to be equal? Will it be able to surpass Winter Soldier and look at the stuff that they wish they could have did better and and build upon that? And I'm scared. Is it going to be another Matrix Revolution?
3: Well, if it's if it's even in the same neighborhood as the Winter Soldier, they've made a successful movie. Okay.
0: Plus, yeah. has there ever think of third movies? I think this could go down in history as like the best third of any
3: movie. I don't know. That's hyperbole right now. I don't know. But uh, we
0: haven't seen anything. But I'm it saying yet. like Everything. third movies always tank. There's not one. It just third movies just every time. Well,
2: it's hard. It's hard to make that comparison though, yeah. everyone, just because this movie even though it's the third Captain America movie, it's not the third time we're seeing these characters.
3: Right. It's the it's third the, second,
2: the second Russo brothers
3: movie. It's the, second, it's the second,
2: second Russo brothers movie. And it's like the eighth time we're seeing all these people. Which is so it, like, we, it's
3: Captain a, America don't really count. What the first one. <laughs> yeah. The first yeah. Avenger was still in that funny hokey. It was.
2: Yeah. It, know, was. it was. Like that was Marvel a different director. Style. This is the new, yeah, it seems like a different movie. It, it's interesting you how
0: you, to? you can't compare these movies to the movie that came out right before it. Like, you, you, no,
2: we, no, remember when we
0: were ranking them MCU, we're like, these are all like you have to compare these to
2: these and this bunch to this what, bunch. What Marvel's done is unprecedented and I think yeah. it's tough to compare them to any franchise. But in you're terms right. of
0: Yeah, you'd have to out. compare this to Winter Soldier. And with that being said, even though we this isn't the third time we're seeing these characters, this is like a number three and number three movies yeah. are cursed. They're always cursed. We'll, we'll yeah, see. They're
2: always bad. We'll see. I now I tell you
5: what. It's going to put the pressure on Superman v. Batman. That's what I feel, especially if Captain yeah. America is good because that's going to set the tone for the rest of the year.
2: Well, the, the the good thing that Superman v. Batman has is that it's coming out before it's coming out in March. Yeah, they get to fire first. So, so they, oh, get to, they get to go first. Yeah. But okay. uh, well, I, I was thought about this, too, is the, the main even though the, the movies are kind of similar in that they have heroes fighting Superman v. Batman is more about. Two guys that just don't understand each other and then grow to learn that they're both on the same side. Whereas, as I mentioned with Cap and Iron Man, it's about friends that want to be friends but then realize they're not the same person at all. So well, it's a different conflict. Be, they can't yeah. be friends. Man, I tell you what, Marvel is doing it
5: right. Yeah. <laughs> they,
2: they
0: are at are, man,
3: man. Oh, like, the time. All this and there's still Spider-Man. Uh, and and, 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 and <laughs> do you think that Civil War is going to come out uh, with a better taste in your mouth than Batman vs Superman? Do you think that it's going to I don't know, like what do you think? It's hard to judge cuz you haven't like, seen If you just go if you, if you just go on Man of Steel versus um trailer for know, trailer Winter, Winter Soldier The last oh, two man. movies from the same directors
2: yeah no. you look at track record and it, it i mean it's, you can't it's, see it's it's clearly yeah, a, it. um, yes, so. yeah. the Man yes
3: numbers... yeah is the bigger movie though yeah. it's got more effects, more fucking razzle dazzle, but it's a terrible movie more yeah and, well, and it was it terrible terrible, terrible, no, not terrible, but i mean it, it was lacklustre, I'll put it that way yeah, okay, yeah it had it, look, put it this way, it had everything it had. It, all that money behind it, all that muscle behind it, and it's still disappointed it in it It fell a money. little flat, yeah. Yeah. yeah I and Captain that. America did not have the same kind of budget, I don't think. Right. The same kind of effects, the same kind of razzle-dazzle, and it was just better. Oh, let's yeah.
0: talk about this. How do you think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to weave in and out of this? Are we going to see a setup leading up to it?
2: No. You, you've seen a little bit. I don't think you're going to see a lot of huge setup, but you've seen... Um, Agents of Shield and the distrust. Look at Right's like falling off his chair. Don't fall, uh, Do-Right. <laughs> Agents of Shield you've seen like them uh acknowledge that they don't trust heroes yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. And even in uh Ah oh, fuck, I can't spoil it, Jessica Jones. Never mind.
0: No, no, <laughs> leave that part out, but yeah. shut up. I mean they're setting up inhumans for like nine years from now. They're gonna do something. They've weaved in and out of the other movies. I'm just wondering. <laughs> Where? Because Shield technically would be the side that wants the the registration. Like a Shield would have to be a big like. Is General Ross working with Shield? Where do they fit into that whole thing?
2: Nobody knows. Know. What the fuck Nobody is Sam Jackson
0: that. too? Is he in this? What's going on?
2: I don't think uh, until the movies acknowledge that Phil Coulson is alive, it's tough to take Shield seriously. They're never going
0: to do that though. I don't think he's ever yeah. coming back. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be good. That's interesting, though. Uh, yeah. we'll see. They
2: probably will have a few lead-ins for sure.
0: And, uh, right. yeah, they got to do something. Uh, they're going to say,
5: oh, so that's what you was doing. You brought the helicarrier back, and then they're going to move on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're going to be like, oh, there's some sort of war of a civil nature has been
2: resolved. Oh, that, hey, Daisy. That's what it going? is. Data <laughs> protocol. It's the helicarrier. Cool. <laughs> Hey, the no, you guys domestic disturbing.
0: Yeah, that's all. That's all it's gonna be. Be like, oh, there was a. Did you see that guy swinging on a web? Hey, it's Daisy. Uh, no, like, <laughs> what's this webbing on? Me? Yeah, it's gonna be really lame. I would love for them to put a, put up Spider Man in the TV shows. Maybe on Netflix. All right. Well, that's a good. Anything else? anybody anything else about uh, this awesome trailer? I'll, you guys check it out. There's a link in the show notes.
3: No, I just think that look I, upon watching it a few times, there's definitely a lot of Easter eggs in there. A lot, definitely, like you get a couple of glimpses of characters and stuff. You're gonna have to like uh, freeze frame it to oh, see, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, everybody that's in there. But uh, somebody, I'm, I'm waiting to see, and seeing. I'm hoping that it's a little bit bigger, that a bigger scale than it's. I thought, I hope it's like a. Like a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? I mean,
0: now. there's there's going to be a, like count the the superheroes. It's like nine people. Somebody also already grabbed a screenshot, and there's like a scene where Falcon is flying down, and they, there's a dude on the floor, blurry, wearing maybe a red hoodie. They circled it. They're like, is that Spider Man and Captain America Civil War trailer? I was like, fuck you guys, come on. It could be this he, well, is the It's a red smudge.
2: There was even a scene with uh that if you freeze frame it with Martin Freeman. Yeah, like you, you see Martin Freeman with is.
0: Agent thirteen or uh Sharon Carter yeah, on one so, side and so you a, see Cap and them walking up.
2: Yeah. So there's a lot going on.
0: Well Freeman, we don't know who he is. We think he's the the like the Wakandan liaison or some shit. Nobody knows.
5: Well know. the 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 trailer did what it, it meant to do and it, it excited mm-hmm. us, and that's what I'm I'm excited for. It. Yeah. And I need to see another Deadpool God trailer, damn. goddammit.
0: <laughs> oh man, we got a lot of movies uh, to look forward oh, to. No. A lot of I shows in the Chicago area, so we can go watch this shit together.
3: Yeah, dude, come down oh, here. Yeah, i take you to the uh, the, 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 DC, the movie. DC's gonna have to fire back with their trailers on Gotham,
2: right? Well, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: So this is what's gonna happen. I had a couple of news bits. We
0: can yeah, go to the news bits. All right, man. we're gonna do the news real quick.
2: Doc and
0: we kind of all shake it from me, right, boy? Shake what your mama gave you. That's right. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Look oh, it, oh, look at that. Look at him work that felty groin. So me we do y- my <laughs> <mini>, Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Millie Vanilli? Oh, that's the Millie Vanilli noob, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I don't know if you, uh, we kind of already talked about all the news bits I had. I'm just gonna start at the top. Roy uh, is returning to Arrow this season. Somebody called that. Who called that? Was I that called you? It. You call that?
3: Me. Yeah, that was
0: Anthony. He's gonna need to come and fix Thea, which is fine. Fucking fix her. She's she's, a she's gonna be dead. Yeah, she. You think She think she's in the grave? She, I don't know. I would like her to yeah, Maybe maybe he'll come and kill her, and that's the only way he can fix her. Uh, Constantine rumor. To join Legends of Tomorrow in Season 2. Oh, shit. Whoa. Is that the same one from the other TV show? Yes, yes. It was on Arrow for one episode. He showed up there. And now he's. Uh, it's
2: crazy that they're saying season two. Like they've already banked that they're going to make a season from two. From what I
0: hear, it may be like an anthology series. Like the first yeah. season's got did a bunch of. Did you see the heroes. trailer?
3: The new trailer for no, of tomorrow? No, yeah, I did. There's a new trailer with all new footage, and it fucking looks ooh, badass. Dude. Right that up,
2: pretty decent. Yeah. Oh,
3: I can't wait! I think
0: that's coming out late January. Uh, but who, that, who
2: made the joke though, that this is all the characters that DC is just a lot like, eh, you can't use all the cool ones. We'll give yeah. you all the scraps. It's, yeah. It's like the made.
0: second rate, uh, bottom second barrel. The third character. Rate guy, the right? yeah. gold. Now, yeah. If that was the case, they would have Booster Gold in the fucking show. Goddamn Booster Gold! Uh, but that, you know what? If they're making an anthology series out of Legends of Tomorrow, that's kind of cool. You can have a lot of fun with that and interdimensional time travel. Blah blah blah. Did blah,
2: you blah. did you hear the rumor that uh, they're going to be using Black Canary in the movie universe? So that doesn't spell well for the TV Black Canary.
0: Oh, uh, why they're going to kill her? But why are they going to kill the Flash if the, they're using the Flash? This is just going to confuse everyone. There's going to be two versions of all these well, people. There,
2: well, there was the remember in Arrow, they had Harley Quinn show up for like a second. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah.
0: Plans for her. yeah. No, they well, don't. And then they whoop. killed
2: Deadshot. Oh, the, because they the did movie. kill
0: Deadshot, didn't they? Ah, oh, snap. Laura Lance yeah. ain't going to make it after. Uh... Ooh, that's rough. There was also talk of Aquaman villain in the movie, and they're going like the Jeff Johns route with it being Orm, his brother, and that whole storyline. Oh, for the movie? Yeah, for the Aquaman movie, which is a good storyline. Uh, we also said Supergirl and Flash crossover. For sweeps no, week, twenty sixteen, May, if they order the rest of Supergirl, so we'll see. Do right, you don't give that show much hope, do you? Will they order the rest? I think. We, I think he's falling asleep. Uh,
5: <laughs> Supergirl, I don't. I don't. Eat. Every time I say it, I get a bad taste in my mind. <laughs> Last year, sure, but I don't want to talk about Super. Superman I, I yeah, yeah, I'm just missing. I'm a boy right now.
0: Finally, like we just said, there's a Captain America trailer. Warner Brothers DC is going to fire back this Monday, people. We'll talk about it next week. There will be sneak peek footage. Batman versus Superman, Donna Justice in the mid-season finale of Gotham or Gotham. So we'll definitely uh, discuss what we saw. Next week, right here, live on The Blab. We're here every week, people. This is the Jock and Aaron Podcast. And uh, we're going to give out the final plugs and wrap up the main show. And then we'll open it up for a little bit. I'm not going to be here for four hours this time, fuckers. So jump on here quick. Okay, hold on. The Jock, Jock and Aaron Podcast. <laughs> Remember, listen to the very end of the show, because there's a special, extra special Star Wars interview with Taylor Gray, voice of Ezra Bridger from Star Wars Rebels. I got to hang out with him, too, right? Yeah, I got dude, like right uh, wasn't here yet. You, you weren't here, dude. I mean, have a, if you, we had a special intro. I got him to drop a jock and nerd intro. Real nice guy. Play it again. Play it again. Uh, you, you here here we go. Check it. this out, do
1: right? Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the jock and nerd podcast.
0: Geek How cool is that? Come on, right? That's legit. That so, was just really me. That was <laughs> Boy. Rug Boys a really good ventriloquist. That was just rugs. <laughs> now, the kid's really cool. And at the very end in the podcast feed, so everyone here, if you're watching this in the replay or you're live here, you're going to have to go listen to the audio feed and go to the end of the show and you'll hear the interview. That's where I will cut it in. Uh, Do right. thanks for joining us. People, where can yeah, they, man, where can they awesome. say hi to you? Where can they check you out? Oh, you can check me out. You can come by my house. You can come by my job. Or you can just come by
5: YouTube and check me out on C-Stories with Mr. Do-Right. And I'm taking a break from the live shit, but you can always check out the stuff that I've already done. So, just do that. Right And on. check out the video I make for Rug Boy. Cause Oh, rug boy, big time! You'll see yeah! rug boy,
0: yeah, you'll see rug boy in a promo soon. Rugs, this, where, this won't I'm be the last. i naked
3: in my video
2: too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this won't, won't be the last you hear of Do Right on our
0: podcast too. So.
2: I'm gonna be like,
0: woo! Rug boy's gonna get you pulled off YouTube for obscenity, felty obscenity. They're gonna have you pulled rugs. Where can the people find you? You can find me
3: in a basement <laughs> of, of unknown origin, a smelly basement. Uh, yes. Under uh, a lot of, uh, you know, pizza boxes and opened uh, soup cans. And, and you can find me on uh, Really Rug Boy <laughs> on the Do-Right tours. says
2: underneath the dumpster, too.
3: I'm going to Do-Right's house. I'm Not- going gonna, gonna to j- jump on a train, and I'm going to head over there. Hey, rugs, the
0: when you saw Glenn hide under that dumpster, did it make
3: you feel a little homesick a little bit? Yeah. Right? I'm like, dude, I fucking hang out in dumpsters all the time. Yeah. You know, it's great.
0: I don't, see a, I don't see a TV show about fucking Rug Boy. Oh, in the dumpster? Come on. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. You guys, uh, th- send us a speak pipe. That's a little audio comment. You can chime in. We'll play it on the show. Go to com slash speak pipe or record a little audio comment and email it to us. Show at com. Anthony,
2: next. You can also go on Twitter. See that if you're looking at the blab, it's jock and nerd cast. It's spelled out for you above Imran's face. Um, you can also go on Facebook and go on to Find us on Jock and Nerd. We have a page. Um, we're also on Clamor. We don't really go much on Clamor anymore, but we're also doing blabs every week, such as this one right now. And we have awesome guests like Do Right Jump In. So check those out. We're on, we're on YouTube as well, and that's where you can catch up on all the blabs. So.
0: Jockandnerd.com slash live for the live shows and subscribe in iTunes. And you'll be able to hear the Ezra, the uh, Taylor Gray interview at the end of the show. It's really good. Uh, Jockandnerd.com slash review. And of course, always tell a person, tell a friend, give them one of these. Jock and nerd. We'll love you forever. You guys, we're going to wrap up the main show. We're going to open it up to the blab. Thanks for listening, everybody. My name is Imran.
2: My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll catch you
0: next time. Booyah! (laughs) Booyah!
1: First time you've been in Chicago? Yeah, first time in Chicago, definitely. And I haven't seen snow in a while, so this has been. Interesting It I mean. was special just for you, Taylor Yeah, thank you I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pack accordingly <laughs> Nobody in this
0: city packs accordingly Because you have no idea Tomorrow it could be like 60 degrees That's how crazy
1: it is uh, I, I would love it if it was 60 degrees tomorrow <laughs> well, You're from out west, right? Oh yeah, so 60 degrees is uh, I'm putting three jackets on <laughs> <laughs> You? I saw you took a helicopter tour of the city Yeah, yesterday, we, yesterday was an unbelievably fun day we, we started the day uh, Missed our first TV interview oh, we're, no. We were late because traffic then we um, uh, we did a WGN uh, right, uh, interview, yeah. um, and then we just started having some fun. and we We literally went um, to tilt on the Jan, yeah. John Hancock Building. Yes, and we I tilted. haven't done that. Very cool. We did it twice. Oh. We tilted, um, which is a little scary. Wait, wait,
0: you hold on, and then the window comes out.
1: Dude, I'll show you a picture. It's literally well pictures don't help in podcasts but i'll show you the picture okay. um you literally hang out the end of it let me see here because
0: the sears tower has a box you can
1: step out a yeah. glass box that's what they were saying look at this so and it keeps going it goes out and out and out we're, what we're, yeah that looks frightening you start like this on the building and you just keep going i think it goes to 45 degrees
0: i think this is on your twitter page so i can uh yeah i can uh, post it uh, you guys can see
1: the tweet yeah that's true actually did, they, uh, yeah. did you shit your pants a little um Shit, I, I, I don't think so, but I, I, I could imagine people would. Yeah, dude. And then from there, yes, we went and we took. I went to the Billy Goat.
0: Yeah, oh, which yeah. was cool.
1: Cheese cheeseburger, product. cheeseburger. Yep. No Pepsi. Coke, no Pepsi. Yep. <laughs> and. Uh, then we went on a, on a helicopter ride. Dude, the helicopter. I haven't even done that. and I've lived here my whole life. Yeah, that was so fun. And we got to see the whole city. It's be- Chicago is beautiful. In uh, the summer, it's a lot better, dude. Yeah, and that's the way to see the city. And then we went out and had a fun time in Chicago. Shit, all you got
0: left is base jumping off the Sears
1: Tower now. Yeah, and uh, our buddy Daniel, who's putting everything together, he sounds like that's something that he does all the time. He's into uh, the tall towers. Uh, yep. That's true. I was talking to him. It's frightening. Oh, yeah, he's, he's nuts, but he's amazing. He's so fun. So, Taylor, you
0: are the voice of Ezra Bidger on Star Wars Rebels. Uh, we're just in the second season. How'd you get this gig?
1: Um, first, first thing I've ever read for voiceover-wise as well, so it's very funny. I'd never done anything animated. My agent was like, hey, do you mind recording an audition? And sent me the script. Had all these code names. It was called, like, Wolf and whatnot. Oh, so wow. I was, thought maybe it was, like, a, I don't know, Jungle Book show. I had no idea. I recorded the audition from, like, my closet, sent it in. To my agent Oh you did it in your closet yeah, yeah yeah Didn't hear anything for like I don't know About a month probably Which is far too long For any gig Yeah And they got a call And they're like Hey can you come into the studio Went in met with Dave Filoni Yeah And at the time I didn't know who Dave was So everyone else When they were going back in For their callback They knew Like oh this is Star Wars I still had no clue <laughs> Red Yeah cause it's all code words Like so the the the, sword me being me i didn't put two together i was like oh cool sound i don't know what this is okay and then got a call like a week later and they were like this is star wars and and you got it oh yeah so then 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 it was a lot of catch-up very quick i had to do as much research as possible so what's your relationship with star wars before this what did you know about star wars um not as much as i do now yeah i bet as much as i know now um I had seen The first three movies In the sense Episodes 4, 5, and 6 Okay, yeah um, Not the Literal 1, 2 uh, The first three made. Listen, the 4, 5, and 6 Is way more important Than yeah, one, two, a, three. And And I feel like Our show Now that I've seen them all I feel like our show Is much more in line With the originals Which is cool it's, Yes It's very much Like a new hope And it yes. has That fun banter And, and i i think it's very entertaining
0: listen man uh Theloney and kinberg and wiseman these are heavy hitters with great comic book cred and uh, that's why i love rebels because it felt like star wars yeah
1: and that's what all the fans that's that were their sentiments immediately and now we've kind of established ourselves which is so fun and we have guest stars that are big in the star wars canon dude james Earl jones oh yeah and he's in it a ton and and he he's amazing um and like, you got billy uh billy billy, billy, billy d williams billy, as lando lando comes in and it was cool because day the way dave talks about it, we had to establish ourselves first as the rebels and have people fall in love with that and want to hear that story and then you could bring everyone else in and that's been the whole and,
0: and they're killing it and these are a group of characters that i would think maybe we might even see in in the future in spinoffs it would be great
1: yeah i mean i would love that i would love to do a live action Action, you're, yeah, dude. And, well, first of all, th- why do you look like Ezra? How did <laughs> that happen? Everybody says that, and they've been saying that for so long. I I, I don't know. They, Dave is, Dave is an animator. He can draw. He's an unbelievable artist, and he said, he's like, when we cast you, we just wanted to, we started just stealing from you and making it look a certain so way. So they did model it after you, after you being cast? Um, well, there was no image for him uh-huh. when I went in. So, but I don't, I mean... It's not exactly like me, buddy.
0: No, but I love it, it because if they were to make Ezra a live action, it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, not only does he sound like him, he looks
1: like him. Yeah, How yeah, do they do exactly. that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, no, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, voice acting harder than on-camera acting or easier? Probably. probably I mean, the, I, I say so because everything I've done prior was on camera. And on camera, I can you can express. with the, You have facial expressions. You can move. Voice over work, like, literally, it's just your voice. So you have to... Every, all emote completely through. we like, do you know what I mean just yeah. just your voice? So that that is a little <clears throat> a little bit harder, I think. Um, and I've had the like the first recording session we had. I was like turn into Freddie if I had lines with him or yeah. Vanessa, and the take ended and they're like, oh, that was a great scene. But Taylor, do you mind looking at the microphone because oh. uh, you're you're naturally you're interacting around. with people, yeah. And So that, that's been a thing I had to learn But it's been super fun
0: What have you learned about your voice? Because uh, the rest of the gang They record everything together We've talked to Greg Wiseman yeah. on the show He's really cool, super talented, great story oh, yeah. And I think he was talking about how He likes to have everyone in the room So
1: that there's that energy there Oh yeah, that started on, um, on uh, The Clone Wars Okay. It was George Lucas who... Because when you do... Normally when you do voiceover, you just go into a booth by yourself, do all your stuff, and then leave. And George Lucas was very adamant about them recording as a group, as an ensemble, so that they could really get the energy moving in the room. And Dave feloni has just adapted that and that's how he works that's too a great idea so, so all of our recording sessions are with each other and right. it, it's amazing i couldn't imagine doing it any other way
0: right because then you don't know what the reaction is what the other line
1: your cue how they delivered it you even, have no idea Even like when you like say we're it's like hushed hushed whisper where it's urgent we're sneaking in somewhere what you wouldn't actually go in for a, when you're sneaking around compared to me if we're not in the same room yeah you could be moving around A different building than me Do you know what I mean? But if we're in the same room We realize like Okay we're meeting right here And this is the kind of tone That and we're going to stay. And the audio state. matches the yeah, tone Otherwise if, if you, you, That's what happens You'll have to do a pickup And they'll be like So these lines were all Delivered like this You were delivering them like this Let's bring them together
0: Oh crap Yeah it seems like It's more like a theater production Now where you're all sitting around And it's like a stage read oh, yeah. Or like a script read You do for on camera But then you just Put more of your voice So do you drop your voice For Ezra? I
1: go into the higher register A little bit more Just because he's younger He's yeah. a little bit younger Not even that much anymore But um, he's a little bit younger And in the second season We see him grow up a little bit yeah. more well, he's gonna so, go through puberty at some point yeah, so so that will be a change but for the most part it's very similar to my voice do you know I mean
0: yeah absolutely and you were telling me earlier that uh we the second season's on now yeah. and uh we don't
1: know how the season will end and neither do you guys apparently yeah no no one knows dave, dave keeps as many secrets from us as uh, we it's star wars everyone wants spoilers mm-hmm. so the the big the big news we don't find out until all the fans do. Dave's really the only person who knows.
0: I love that because you are gonna have a sincere read once you oh, yeah. see
1: hear it. Oh yeah. So that'll be that'll be very fun and and I'm excited for people to see because the second season is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, I got to catch up. I saw I saw the first season and uh, I got to catch up with the second season and I I love the 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 storytelling of the show. I love Wiseman's storytelling method and kind of he kind of continued that in the second season. Um, And what's next? I see you got some. You're a writer.
1: Yeah, been writing uh, for a little while and and that's why I moved out to New York like two three months ago. Um, to continue writing I've, I have a couple scripts That I've uh, been having meetings about. Um, um, what are some of your uh,
0: your projects The script that you're working um, on
1: yeah. I have a couple that uh, I've, I've been having pitch meetings back in LA For the last two or three months So that's been very interesting and fun And as more comes out about it I cannot wait to talk about it but That's it, awesome Yeah, it's been very fun And then I had a movie that was out in theaters Like two months ago about Walt Disney Oh. Called Walt Before Mickey and uh, that'll be out on DVD December 9th, I think. Okay, that sounds cool. And then I just shot another film about two months ago. Right right about up. a month ago, yeah. Why not? What do you uh, What are you into? What do you like to geek out about? Because on the show we like geek out about stuff, basically. Yeah, geek out. Um. Well, I'm like a crazy, crazy sports fan. So, like when I was little, and the teacher would say, like, "What's your favorite color? What's your favorite show?" I would always write like Sports Center, and <laughs> so, so I, I'll go crazy for. And that's why I'm out here. I think this is amazing
0: what about uh TV shows uh, any uh,
1: superhero TV shows you're into superhero TV shows um, like Gotham or the flash yeah um, I'm trying to think now you told me earlier you read for the flash yeah audition for the flash man you would have been great <laughs> Grant Gustin they, is great they kill it. yeah no they kill it. I had read for a different role in the flash you could have been Cisco so that's who it, I think you I read for Cisco for. Ramon? Yes. Yeah, because the guy who
0: got Cisco, he hasn't done anything either. He's really good on the show, and he turns into a superhero called Vibe.
1: Really? Yeah. Has he already turned into it? Yes. They just kind of. Damn! He, don't say that. All I, like as an actor, there are like few things that you always want to do. One, or it depends on the actor. You know? But everyone wants to be a soldier. Yeah. It's It's just cool to play a soldier. Um. You'll, and a superhero is like the number one thing if you can be a superhero. So, dude, Taylor I'm Gray's fine. looking for a superhero yeah. role. Here's the thing: oh, yeah. we there's 40 superhero movies coming out in the next oh. couple of years. You oh, will yeah. get your chance. There are so I mean, yeah, you reframed, I read for the last Spider-Man one. Oh was, no uh, way, dude! Yeah.
0: Uh, so let me ask you this: once you realize that you are part of canon of possibly
1: the largest <laughs> movie franchise mythology ever. What does that mean to you now? I now understand how unbelievable it is, especially meeting the fans, hearing their sentiments. When I first got it, Disney sent us out on a handful of like PR events, and we were out doing press and hanging out with fans, and people were going nuts, crying, so happy, and you realize like, oh wow, this is all together. Like we have, we did a thing with Mark Hamill, him and I, and we were wow. like, yeah, at Star Wars weekends. And he was talking about it, and he's like, yeah, man, this is the craziest thing you're ever going to experience. I mean, that man, if it wasn't for Star Wars, you know, what's he like? Cool, cool dude. He, I mean, he's, everyone knows him. He's Luke Skywalker. Yeah. 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 So how excited are you for The Force (laughs) Awakens? Oh, I'm stoked. I can't wait to see it. And it's unbelievable. It's already broken records. $50 million pre-sale.
0: This movie is not out, people. It's made $50 million. It's not out for another month. Uh, this
1: is uh, insane. That's I, That blows my mind. I don't think it's ever happened. That, that's like an amazing open for any movie yeah. once it's out once it's actually weekends, open
0: dude,
1: yeah. <laughs> movies would kill to have that oh, yeah. for their whole run much less pre-sale like it's, it's Star Wars the way I describe it now like I'm starting to realize the way I, I describe it is the way like the Beatles are to music and yeah. pop culture yep. Star Wars is to cinema I feel absolutely
0: like I totally mean the, without Star Wars you wouldn't have had ILM you oh, yeah. they invented special effects that we have today directly yeah. you know and so it's a very important and it's It's our modern-day mythology. Thank you so much. Oh, can I get you to do one thing? Yeah. Uh, First of all, thank you so much for hanging out. Of course. Uh, Guys, watch Star Wars Rebels. Can I get you to say, uh, hey, this is Taylor Gray, voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast.
1: That would be awesome. You got it. Hey, what's up? It's Taylor Gray, the voice of Ezra Bridger on Star Wars Rebels, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Holy shit, that's awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you, dude. Dude,
4: you're awesome. Uh,